Hey folks, welcome to the Motorcyclist Podcast. Joining us today is a very special guest from the land down under, Max Whale, factory Red Bull KTM racer. Are you from down under? Yeah, yeah, from uh, it's a small town called Kundu, um, probably about 20 miles from the uh, ocean, and yeah, it's in a nice little spot, have a farm there and stuff, so it's, it's, uh, it's awesome. Well, if you're from down under, what are you doing here in Southern California? Uh, I race flat track, race flat track for a living, uh, race for Red Bull KDM in uh, the American Flat Track Series. Nice, man, nice. Talk about what machine you're campaigning this season. You know, we're early March, March 3rd, 2021, and you have a, the season's kicking off here pretty soon. Yeah, yeah, so this year I will be campaigning, sorry, the... Uh, 2021 KDM 450 SXF, um, but yeah, no, look, really looking forward to it with a great team and uh, should be sweet. All right, well, what about what venue are you racing? You, you talked about the bike, but like where, where is the first shindig going down? The first race is going to be held uh, at Volusia, Florida on March the 12th and 13th. Um, it's about 30 minutes from uh, Daytona uh, Bike Week, so yeah, looking forward to it. should be awesome. and. Uh, you know, have a, have, I've had a big off-season and uh, excited to get it rolling, really. I've been out in Cali for, for five weeks now and, yeah, just excited to get racing. Five weeks, yeah, time by, time's gone by really quick. For all the audience out here, Max Whale's actually been staying with me the last couple of days and weeks, two weeks now, and talk to the audience about what we've been doing. What have we been doing? Or what have I been doing with you, I should say? Yeah, so it's been a busy couple of weeks at Uncle Adam's training camp. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, we've just been riding a lot. Um, I've been going to the gym. Uh, but yeah, no, just mainly a, a lot of riding. I think we rode like five times last week. Uh, and yeah, we've been loving it. And so it's been super sick. Just been hanging out. Bit of pool action. It's been sweet. Good vibes. Music. Bit of pop smoke blaring every morning. But yeah, it's been sweet. Yeah, pop smoke. R.I.P. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. But yeah, that's no, been sweet, and uh, he's been uh, super, uh, super helpful to to me, and it's it's been it's been perfect, really. Yeah, getting into the swing of things, you know, flat track obviously is a very unique sport. A lot of people probably, I wouldn't say, I'd say a lot of people don't do it. There's more people that don't do it than do do it. Like motocross is more popular, street bikes is more popular, you know, all those sports more popular. Flat track is kind of a a niche sport, at least in the in the United States. Well, yeah, yeah, it is. It's uh, well, at least in some parts of the United States. Yeah, yeah, totally. Uh, the Midwest and stuff. It's it's a, it's a lot more. You know, people know a lot more about it um, to say, and there's a lot more people that do it on the uh, East Coast side. But over here on the West, yeah, it's mainly just the motocross, supercross scene, uh, a lot of road racing as well. But yeah, no, it, it's uh, it's been awesome, and I've been lucky enough to. Um, being able to ride at Jeff Blackmore's um, house a fair bit, so that's been sweet. Been really cool of him, and not far from um, Uncle Adam's training <laughs> camp, so it's it's been cool. We've had a couple. Me and Adam have been out there a few times, and yeah, it's been sweet. Super super awesome property, and he's a great guy. Yeah, I think over the last week or two or a couple of weeks, we've we've ridden Supermoto, we've ridden Moto, we've ridden Flat Track. We've done, we went to the, the street bike track yep. out at Chuckwalla Valley Raceway and we did our little motorcycle test on, on the street bikes while you did some training 
on their little TT track and their supermoto track out there. Yeah, so uh, we um, went out with uh, Adam. I think it was my first night actually at his place, and he he was saying like, "Oh, you want to come out to you know Chockwella Raceway?" And I was like, "Oh, yeah, yeah, okay, sounds pretty fun." We went out there, and he said, "There's a TT out there or something," and and I, they were super awesome, and they'd let me ride on it all day the TT, and uh, they had a little motard track set up as well, so it was good practice for for me on the on the bitumen braking and stuff but um yeah Wahid spun about four thousand laps on the superbike oh not that many man <laughs> on the uh, i'm on hot the i'm tired my knees hurt <laughs> i needed to eat cheeseburgers yeah yeah the letters were a little bit tight at first <laughs> <laughs> they were tight dude they are <laughs> they tight oh my god but no it was, it was super cool out there and yeah it was cool hanging out with Corey alexander and stuff haven't seen him for a while and yeah it was just a good day fun good fun day and met a lot of people awesome people out there it was, it was funny we uh we rocked up and Michael Dunlop was out there. It was, it was really cool. It was unbelievable. Yeah. Michael Dunlop, legend the, from the legendary Dunlop road racing family. It was, that was crazy. It was crazy. It was nuts. Yeah. And how much of a nice guy is he? Just super genuine, nice guy. Um, yeah, you can just have a normal conversation with him like it was nothing. And totally. He, and he's won like Isle of Man 19 times or something crazy. I remember when I was, a, when I was your age, when I was 18 years old, like Joey Dunlop, like that, I'm like, oh my God, Joey Dunlop, you know, and, and just, did you ever see that movie, that documentary on the Dunlop family? Yeah, I've seen a little bit of it, yeah, I don't think I've seen the whole thing, but yeah, seen a little bit. Well, just hanging out with him the other day made me want to rewatch that movie because, like, their story is just, it's, from what I remember, it's just, it's insane. Yeah, it's incredible. Yeah. It, it honestly is, the whole, the whole family's raced, and yeah, it's nuts. Yep. Yep, so it's good to see him and hang out with him. For you folks at home who don't know, Chuckwalla Valley Raceway is a Southern California motorsport complex located in Desert Center, California. And this place is really neat because even though it's in the boondocks, it is a really nice facility. It's grown a lot over the last decade. They have a nice road race circuit. They now have a TT dirt bike flat track circuit. They have a little go-kart supermoto circuit. I got and sheds like garages. They have, they have garages that you can purchase and convert into the Taj Mahal if you want. Yeah, they got cabins to stay the night. It's they have nuts. cabins so you can spend the night. They have a firearms shooting range where you can legally practice your firearms and in target practice and it it really is a wonderful spot it's, so yeah and it's not far from la it's, as well so it's super cool it's really not you just hop on interstate 10 head east like you were going to you know the river to blythe california and you're there at the track having fun yeah so totally look it up online chuckwallavalleyraceway.com they are a great outfit if you like doing street bikes or flat track or supermoto. Yeah, heaps of options and it's just a good atmosphere out there. Yep, yep. So talk a little bit about, um, so, you know, we've been riding a lot of dirt bikes and different disciplines for you. What does it take to get into race mode here? Yeah, so uh, in, the, in the previous years of uh, racing the flat track, I've only just sort of rode. I've never really, you know, I've trained a little bit, but not much. But yeah, I've been lucky enough to be, uh, you know, twice a week, three times a week, head to Icon Sports. Um, in Temecula, California there. What's awesome, that place like? Awesome facility. Like it's pristine. Um, it's, it's got, they got everything there. It's super cool. 
What um, kind of exercises are you doing? Or what's um, going on? What's it talk? Walk us through a typical regimen. Just like full body workouts. Um, I do a lot of my cardio and stuff, uh, like uh, at Uncle Adam's training camp <laughs> on, the, on the stationary bicycle. Um, a lot of motor, a lot of a lot of motocross has been uh, has been done, and uh, you know, as Adam said, supermoto, flat track. Uh, it's been sweet, but yeah, just mainly full body workouts at Icon Sports. And like what? Uh, like just talk about some of the exercises you do. Because uh, obviously looking at me, I, I ain't going to the gym, <laughs> so I don't know what these exercises are. What do we do? We like do exercises that I've never done before, like put it that way. Like, like I do like the normal chin-ups and the push-ups and stuff, but they're just little twists to them. Like uh, we're on like a half exercise ball on the push-ups, you know, turn it one way, twist it the other way. It's a, it's more of a, like a shoulder workout to say. and. Just a lot of awesome, like uh, new exercises, and it's uh, it's definitely been a big help. And I feel like just riding in general, it's just it's just helped me a lot and helped my mindset really. Yeah, I mean, flat track requires a very specific riding style and and bike setup, doesn't it? Yeah, totally. It's just yeah, it's a bit different to like uh, road racing to say like um, for say like Adam was like leaning forward and stuff, and on the inside where on flat and like leaning off the bike where flat track sort of want to sit on top of it in the middle of the corner where he was sort of leaning with it, like road race style. But yeah, no, it's just a few little things that are a bit different to uh, f to road racing especially. But um, Like what? To talk about some more things that are different. Well, coming into the corner, I feel like road racing, a lean, is that like... That's correct. Lean yeah, with yeah, the bike, yeah, 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 yeah. And then on flat track, you sort of want to sit on top of the bike in the middle of the corner. Mm -hmm. um, and then off exiting, you want to put as much body weight as you possibly can uh, move it back to get traction to the rear wheel, cause mm -hmm. especially where we, especially on some tracks where uh, it's a slippery surface. Uh huh. I feel like r road racing's more, a lot more traction. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, just little things like that, moving your body weight, body weight around a lot more, and you know, throttle control and stuff. But I'm sure you'd have to have a lot of throttle control riding a thousand around a road race track. It seems like you have to have a lot of throttle control doing any type Anything, of yeah. riding, totally. realistically. Yeah. What about motocross? How does motocross work into your training you know routine a couple we actually i think we've where have we ridden so far barona barona glen helen cahia cahia yeah we're going to glen helen again tomorrow because yep. it's raining mm -hmm. i haven't rode parlor with you but i've, I've rode parlor talk uh, about a little bit about how motocross works into your into your routine motocross i feel like for me just helps me with bike fitness because it's just so like demanding and gnarly like mm -hmm. full respect to those guys that go 30 minutes just non-stop mm -hmm. um yes just motocross has been helping me out with my bike fitness a lot and um and yeah just just staying focused really on the track mm -hmm. nice man nice now what about supermoto you were training on ktm's 450 SMR 2021 model. KTM's just returned their competition spec 450 super motorbike to the model lineup here in the Americas for 2021. And you were riding that. Talk about that bike a little bit. Yeah, that thing was uh, amazing. Like it was, the bike I rode was bone stock, not a thing done to it, stock tires, everything. And it was like the best supermoto bike I've ridden. And that is like no word of a lie. It was so good. They're unbelievable. You just it's pour gas in them and, and start ripping. That's literally how it is with the SMRs. And with any any like my motocross bike and and that thing's awesome too. But the SMRs, you just literally put gas in it straight away and it is good to go. Mm -hmm. That thing was on rails. Um, it didn't try and kill me once. It was perfect. Yeah. Just super smooth. And yeah, that, that was an awesome day. How's the engine 
So obviously, you know, you've had a chance to sample all of these different engine configurations where it's, it's the same 449cc double overhead cam, you know, 2021 450SXF power plant, but it's tuned in different configurations for each of these segments. Talk a little bit about the engine. How does the engine compare in all of the different segments you're riding? Um, it's, it's hard to say, honestly, because Supermoto has got so much traction, like yep. road racing. Yep. And flat track, you know, you're pretty much spinning the whole time at some totally. tracks. Yep. Um, it's hard to be hooked up. You're it's, never really hooked up. Yeah, yeah. So it's super hard to tell. But, um, yeah, they're both great motorcycles. Like, unreal. My motocross bike um, converted to flat tracks. That thing's unreal. Mm -hmm. um, but, yeah, as I said, it's just really hard to tell because Supermoto, you're hooked up all the time. Um, you know, you, your riding style's a little different, as, as I said before. And yep. And uh, flat track, it's a bit different, but yeah, no, they, yeah. Do the engines all feel kind of the same? Yeah, yeah, pretty okay. similar to me. But it, as I said, it's hard to tell because, you know, you're going from tarmac to uh, the dirt. Totally, totally. Yeah. Now, talk a little bit about round one that's coming up here at in Daytona Beach, Florida. Yeah, so round one, um, we've been doing a lot of testing um, on the race bikes. What's testing consist of for the people that don't know? Uh, testing like just little things to the suspension, um, wheel widths, wheel weight with the rear wheel because you know on sometimes a slippery track or a grippy track you want to use a heavier wheel mm -hmm. on the rear. Um, when would you want a lighter wheel? It's just all personal opinion. Okay. Like some people I know that use a heavy wheel at every track. Okay. And there's some people that act like they don't want to use a heavy wheel at all. They, they steer clear of it. Wow. Um, so it's all personal opinion. I um, feel like I would want a heavy wheel. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what wheel do you want? Um, it's tough to say. It depends on how the track goes, but I'm more, I'm, last year I used more of a spoked wheel. Okay. I didn't use a heavy that much, mm -hmm. but um, yeah, I'm just, yeah. So we've just been testing with that sort of stuff and, uh, you know, suspension, little things, um, you know, harder, softer, speed the rebound up, slow it down. Um, but yeah, no, that's pretty much about it. And you know, sometimes yeah, the wheel widths, as I said, and sometimes you even go to the extreme of changing the wheelbase, um, shorten it up. Sometimes it'll make it hook up a little bit better. And then if you lengthen it out, sometimes it'll make it more stable, but it won't hook up as good. Wow, interesting. Yeah. And how do they do that? Just off the swing arm, off the axle, rear, the rear chain axle? Yeah, the rear chain, just adjust the rear, rear chain, maybe take a link out or add a link. Um, okay. Just depends. So you're not really messing with the pivot or no, that no. that's probably a fixed position i would assume yeah yeah right on right on now what what venue is this race taking place at again it's um, not happening at D daytona international speedway is it no so we're not at the international speedway we are about 30 minutes uh northwest um and it's at a place called volusia speedway park okay it's, it's a clay half mile um super fast track and it should be great racing because like how fast what's fast oh like not exactly, because we use kilometers in mm -hmm. Australia, not miles per hour, but y we get what up there. What kilometers? Uncle uh, Adam has good mathematical skills. <laughs> got the got the B phone out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, probably like 110, 120. I'm not too exactly That's sure. It's like 70 miles per hour then. Probably Maybe a little bit faster, not 80. What gear are you in in a 450? Um, f fourth gear. You're in fourth gear in a yeah. 450. And yeah, just one gear and hold it on. You're probably 
No, if I'm broke. 70 miles per hour. Yeah, that would 70, make sense. 80, Maybe yeah. 75, 80. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We get going pretty quick there. Mm -hmm. But we we don't run uh, standard gearing either, so it'll probably be like taller. 80. Oh, it's way taller, probably. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, so maybe you are going 80 to 90 miles per hour. Yeah, I'd say around 85 right now. I'm not, I'm not exactly sure on the speeds, but... Wow. Yeah, yeah, it's... Because it's, um, that's basically what a what a 450 will do in fifth gear yeah. in motocross configuration is that speed. 80, 79 miles per hour, 78, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. I know the twins, they get, they get moving pretty quick. Those guys are... Uh, yeah, those guys are definitely flying out there because the track, for one, holds so much grip. Uh -huh. And it's a big half mile, um, big corners, big nice flying corners. So yep. uh, you can keep your momentum going in the corners, uh, which helps on the straight line speed. And what is a clay uh, track all about? Like, I a clay track is pretty much you got to try and keep the wheels in line as much as possible. Because um, the grip is high. Yeah, when or even on a slippery track, on a clay track, especially a half mile, you you sort of want to. Different on a cushion track where it's you know loose and mm -hmm. you can't really keep the wheels in line. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, clay tracks you definitely want to try and keep the wheels in line, be as smooth as you possibly can, um, and you know stay on that groove. You know, it'll uh, so it will get blue grooved. It, it'll definitely get blue grooved. Um, most clay tracks do. It, it'll get a groove on let's say on the bottom, of, especially at Volusia because the track's so big. Um, and yeah, everyone sort of sticks to that groove. If you go off it, sometimes. The groove will be grippy, but probably not at Volusia. It'll probably be pretty slick. So you got to stay on the, uh, the like the blue groove we call it, which is like from the tires laying down rubber. Yep, the tires from the rear tire laying down so much rubber from spinning, it just literally lays, lays a rubber. blue yep. groove, which obviously helps the the traction tire hook up because yep. it's hooking up on itself on rubber. Mm -hmm. Yeah, totally, totally. And then talk about what what is your usual race day procedures like what is your deal for race day race day is pretty uh i try and keep it as close like you know similar um as possible like trying to change things up too much um although this year i'll be doing i'll be having a different program than last year last year i did it uh, myself with the help of um a couple of close families you know the bauman family and uh matt and keith and there's a few other awesome people that helped me out last year on race day but uh-huh um, you know, this year, like the the bikes be ready to go straight away. Um, I'll just be able to focus on myself on race day, which I'm looking forward to. Um, but yeah, I'd say, you know, have breakfast in the morning, try and have a good, like, in, good, a good breakfast, healthy. And what's a good breakfast consist of? For um, me, it's bacon and eggs. What's it for you? <laughs> yeah, I, on race day, I, I prefer uh, like a slice of toast with avocado. That's like ideal. Uh huh. Um, I like cereal a lot. It's probably the best for me. You do. Yeah, you like yeah. cinnamon toast crunch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I um, like cinnamon toast crunch too when I was 12 years old. Yeah, not the best for you, but um, that isn't. That's not my ideal race day breakfast. But yeah, just like a, some toast, maybe like some yogurt, and muesli, and a smoothie or something. Uh huh. Cool. Yeah. Depends what. Yeah, that's pretty much about. It. I, I like smoothies in the morning and a coffee, but that's about it. For sure, man. Yeah. Totally. And then. What the weather won't be, it probably won't be too humid and hot. Not this time of year. It shouldn't be too bad at all. It'll probably cool off a down, uh, cool off a little bit at night, which is sometimes can play a factor in tire pressures. Yeah. What time does the whole shindig start? Like, what time does uh, the deal start? I'm not 100% sure, but normally mains will be around like 8:39. Uh huh. So we're getting into the night a little bit there. Mm -hmm. um, it'll probably cool down a little bit. But sometimes, you know, you can change tire pressures or going when it gets colder because sometimes when it's hot the track's a lot hotter excuse me 
and the, uh, the the groove will be somewhat stickier, but it'll be uh, it, it could you know heat up the tires a lot faster. Okay, just because they have more grip. Yeah, yeah, well, and also the surface is a lot hotter. Okay, yep, yep. So at night, you can sort of change a few things, tire pressure and stuff, maybe a little bit of setup. Depends how the night's going, you know. If you you feel good and you're up front, you don't want to change too much, but if you're at the back, you got to start changing a few things. So, But yeah, just hope I have a, a good night at Volusia and, you know, just run up on the front side and get a couple of podiums would be awesome. Yeah, talk about a little bit about Dunlop's new DT4 flat track tire. What do you think of that thing? Um, I, I honestly really like it. I feel like uh, it works better on all services, mm -hmm. where sometimes the old tire would work really good at one track, but the next track you go to, it wouldn't be that good at all. Where this one's a way more consistent tire. Um, How many options do they give you? I think it's three this year. Okay. Yeah. Um, Is there a big difference between each three compounds or options? There is a little bit, yeah, like the, I, th I think we can run the, the, I think it's a three. That's really soft. Then we have the four, and then I think it's the seven or the nine or something. Yeah. Uh -huh. So, but yeah, they're, they're all a little bit different. You know, some, I don't know if we get the option at Volusia, I'm not too sure, but sometimes you can go for, like in previous years though, we've only been able to, like AFT put out a thing, you can only use that one tire, unless you're the Super Twins. Sometimes they have the option of changing. But for the singles, uh, mainly you, they give you a tire for the round, and that's the only tire you can use. But this year, I think they're giving us an option at some of the tracks. Not exactly sure, but yeah. Interesting, interesting. Yep. Now, is this your first year with the KTM, the Red Bull KTM racing team? Yeah, yeah, it's my first year. I, I, um, I just signed with them, and um, it's been awesome. I actually come out to California mid-January, and I've it's been awesome spending time with the team, getting to know everyone, a lot of riding, which has been unreal. You know, it's, that's, that's, what I, that's what I love, riding. And so yeah, it's just been super cool and I'm, I'm loving the program so far. What were you doing last year? Were you on your own? Yeah, so last year I did my own program. Um, I rode Kawasaki's and yeah, that, it was good. But yeah, no, just excited to have a, a great team behind me. Yeah, just to get focused and just focus on myself, not about hopefully the axles tight lining up for ah. me. <laughs> yeah, so just focus on myself, which is awesome. What kind of flat track racing do you like? Do you like the TTs or do you like the ovals or do you like them all? I'm going to guess that you like them all. I like them all, but if I had to pick one to do all 17 rounds with, I'd say... TT. Either a TT or a short track, yeah. Okay, why short track? I don't know, I just like uh, race, close racing a lot, mm -hmm. although the mile and the half mile are close as well, but... The short track's awesome, you know, bar banging, you know, sometimes they can get some really good racing going on a cushion short track. Totally, but TTs man. are fun because they have more, uh, you know, right-handers, chumps and stuff in them, which is fun as well. Makes sense to me. I think I would like doing that style too, yeah, even though yeah. it would probably be more difficult. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is a little bit, yeah. So how can folks at home learn more about you and your program? Follow me on the socials, um, Max Whale on Facebook and Max Whale 18 on Instagram. Yeah, the racing's all uh, broadcasted. NBC Sports Gold. Okay, NBC Sports yeah, Gold. Yeah, AFT, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Cool, on uh, AFT. So, yeah, look forward to it on Track Pass. Very nice. Yeah, well, yeah. we'll be rooting you on from, from our homes here. Uh, when does the Daytona a Flat Track race take place? 12th of uh, March. Great, great. Yeah, and I just want to give a huge thanks to... Everyone that's helped me out in the past and uh, in, the, in the future, you know, all the families that have 
took me under their wing. The racers that have helped me out so far, you know, there's so many. The Bowmans, Texters, um, Matt and Keith. Um, you know, there's so many awesome people. And then I just, I'm looking forward to this year and, and all my sponsors. I can't thank them all enough for uh, what they do for me. And yeah, look forward to it. And can't, get, can't wait to get underway. Awesome, Max. Well, thanks for joining us in the Motorcyclist Podcast. And thanks for letting me try to ride with you guys and just live the young man southern california dirt bike living the cali dream, dream. Yeah. living the cali dream <laughs> the cali dream woo you all right man thanks again thank you very much for having me on